Remember when you ran away and I got on my knees and begged you not to leave because I go berserk? Well, you left me anyhow, and then the days got worse and worse, and now you see I've gone completely out of my mind. And they're coming to take me away, haha, they're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, haha. Hey, hee 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 hee, hey. Welcome to episode 8. This is a psychotic, the psychotic episode. We got some crazy stories out there in Uber Lyft land going on. Did you know that? Crazy stories. Well, welcome again anyway to episode 8. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, anyway, Rideshare Wainster's Funhouse Facebook page. On that page or on SoundCloud, you can click on the link over there on, the, on my channel and leave a voicemail. If you like, about 60 seconds worth of voicemail. And we'll go over that on a show, on a future show. I'll call that future show Speak Pipe. That means you'll know that we have some incoming calls coming in. Other than that, oh gosh, let's get to the stories, man. Because it's cray-cray what's going on out there today. Here's one. Here, let me find this one right here. St. Louis. Here's an Uber driver in St. Louis. St. Louis Uber driver has put video of hundreds of passengers online. Most have no, <laughs> sorry, most have no idea. Yeah. So anyway, he's got a, he's got a, um, what do you call it? You know, a dash cam. I got one too. Just for safety, not for putting online of people. Come on, man. This is not 2018. You just don't do that. So anyway, this dude, Jason Gargak of Florissat, live streams videos of his rides as an Uber and Lyft driver in greater St. Louis without his customer's knowledge. Uh, shows a screen uh, map, screen cap from his channel. Of course, the, the, the faces of customers were blackened out. Well, that tells you right there. He knows it's wrong when you black out faces and you don't tell anybody, really. This is, this is really goofy. The driver... A bearded man in his 30s, he was friendly, he says. The woman asked where he went to high school. They joked about friends and blah, blah, blah. But there was something the woman didn't know. Their driver was streaming a live video of them to the internet, and comments from viewers are pouring in. The blonde is a seven, the brunette is five. Someone told someone with the username Drunken Eric. <laughs> Uh, drunken Eric. Put, hey, that blonde's a seven, that brunette's a five. <clears throat> she doesn't sit like a lady, though, another viewer added. This is creepy, another said another. The women are among hundreds of St. Louis area Uber passengers who have been streamed online without their knowledge by their driver, Jason Gargay, 32 of Flores, Florescent. Florescent. That's the name of the town. Gargak has given about 700 rides in the area since March through Uber, plus more with Lyft. Nearly all have been streamed to his channel on Twitch, a live video website popular with video gamers where Gagak goes by the username Just Smurf. Passengers have included children, 
No, no, that's a no, no. Drunk college students, <clears throat> that's a no, no. <clears throat> and unwitting public figures such as local TV reporter Jerry Cantrell, Lee Guitarth with the band <laughs> Alice and James. <laughs> oh, first names and occasionally full names are revealed, homes are shown. Passengers have thrown up, kissed, talked trash about relatives and friends, and complained about their bosses in this dude's truck. All the while, an unseen online audience watches, evaluating women's bodies, judging parents, mocking conversations. Gargat sees nothing wrong with that. To him, it's a form of virtual people-watching that can bring it home, bring home an income. I try to capture the natural interactions between myself and the passengers what a Lyft and Uber ride actually is. Well, let me tell you what a Uber, I can tell you what that is. It's getting people from A to B, and if they're drunk, they're, they'll act drunk. If they're sober, they'll act sober. If they're quiet, they'll be quiet. If they want to talk, they'll talk. You know, in the taxi world, when I drove a taxi, you're kind of like a priest behind a confession booth. And people come in and say, forgive me, taxi driver, for I have sinned. I accuse myself of the following sins. It's been seven weeks since my last taxi ride. Hey, man, what do I do with this? What do I do with that? But you don't record it. Oh, man, dude. What is wrong with people? He's 32. He's a millennial. There you go. There's the answer. So anyway, this lady says, I feel violated. I'm embarrassed, said one passenger. Another one said, we got an Uber at 2 a.m. to be safe. And then I found out because of that, everything I said in the car is online and people are watching me. It makes me sick. Of course it does. Think about it, man. Uber driver, Mr. Gagak, you, what, would you like it? That's how you figure out life. Before you do something, you say, would you like that happening to you? And then you say, yeah, why not? Or no. But you got to be honest with yourself. But anyway, I think I don't know what the law is in Missouri for, for consent. Is it a two-consent state or is it a one-consent state? Who cares, really? It just don't matter. There is, there is no um, protection of the driver or passengers being done at this time. He just put it online. Anyway, this dude is a bearded army. He's an army veteran. There you go. Army. I was in the Navy. So I don't think Navy guys would do that. We just go out and get drunk. Anyway, this is better. Uh, this is better. This better be exploitative content. I swear to God, this better be expletive content. You know, the quotes with the bad word. That's all I'm saying, Gargit says as he as two women approach. I mean, the blonde girl looks kind of cute. If they're together, the blonde is cute. The one who ordered is not. So he's ranking women's features and looks. This is, this is like, not good, man. Uh, this is not good. This is what, this is the article. Anyway, it's all saying this. <clears throat> I really, I really have the issue of telling Uber drivers my whole life story, she says. It's okay, Gargar replies, laughing. That's what the woman told him when he got in. Soon his channel gets a new follower. Viewers pick up. Crash jokes fill the chat. Someone claims dibs on the blonde. The woman's dropped off and the night continues. A couple get a ride from Cardinals game to an upscale suburban neighborhood as viewers speculate about the value of their home. 
Later, a seemingly intoxicated young woman slumps over in a backseat as a man probes her to see if she's okay. He probably won't get lucky now. And if, that's what it says in the article. And if he does, she won't remember, a viewer said. In the last ride of the night, a young woman cries in the backseat. The audience notes her bra is showing. It's a typical night of streaming for Mr. Gargak, who speaks to viewers between rides like a friend or their lost or their host for the evening. He comments on passengers and answers questions from the audience about the life of a driver. Love you all, and thank you for your support. Look, I'm doing a, a podcast here. I, I'm not going to take... I have a video camera in the car. I'm not going to take pictures of people and put them on the internet and talk about them and have people rate rate the girls and the guys. Well, that's just... You know that's wrong. So anyway, he gets canned. This dude got canned from the uh, from driving rideshare. I don't know if he's going to get in more trouble or not. Who knows? Who cares? So anyway, here's another story. And this story here is uh, Uber driver actually did a good thing here. Uh, the Uber driver actually picked up a guy, fortunately. And um, the guy was uh, overdosing on heroin. Isn't that nice? Well, anyway, you know, it's terrifying when that happens. Uh, you know, this guy was the Uber driver picked up a guy early in the morning, shady area, like one o'clock in the morning. The passenger was thin, had tangled long hair, he could use a shower type guy, you know. As soon as the guy got into the car, he was out, just crashed out. Nothing odd, right, about that. The hour's late. A minute later, the Uber driver glanced over his shoulder, checked traffic, and saw the passenger's lips were blue. He was shaking and shouting the passenger's name, who didn't stir at all. He wasn't breathing either. So there was a hospital, fortunately, for this guy, three minutes away. You were driver floored, floored it, took him to the hospital, got the guy into the hospital, and and, and uh, the guy uh, overdosed on heroin. But he was lucky enough to be treated with that shot you get from, from heroin overdose, whatever that's called, I forget the name of it. I learned all this being an Uber, Lyft, and taxi driver. You learn all the all the neat things about drugs and and heroin and meth, cocaine and and uh, cocktails and and uh, fireball and wineries. You know, you learn all that stuff as an Uber, Lyft, and taxi driver. You know, most people they go out at night, come home about eight, watch TV, and go to bed. Not me, not Uber and Lyft drivers or taxi drivers. We go out, we get the we get the cream of the crop. But anyway, this guy saved his life. And actually, another story about a year ago, when I was a taxi driver, I picked up a guy at a hospital. He was out, he was limping, like his left leg was messed up. He got in, nice guy, black dude from Chicago, I picked, he was in California, he wanted to go out and see his mom in Inglewood, now this is like a $300 taxi ride, and he said his mom was going to pay me when he got there, I usually don't do that, but I kind of like the guy, and I, and I felt like he was okay, and, and, uh, and he was, actually, I'll tell you this story here, what's going to tell you later here in the story, anyway, he told me he owned a, he owned a taxi company for a long time in Chicago, and he understands 
the upfront payments for long rides. And he said, look, my mom is going to pay you. I understand all that. I'm a, I, I own a taxi company. You know, he told me that story about Chicago. And I believe them. I'm usually skeptical uh, when I was a taxi driver because people just like to rip you off, man. And when you get them to another neighborhood, you know, two hours away, uh, there's, no, there's no chance of you getting the money. So anyway, I believed them. So we get to Corona, California, which is about 35 minutes from where I started. Get on the 91 freeway at 4 a.m. on a Monday morning on my way to Inglewood. Uh, and he said, uh, I'm not feeling good. I'm having a problem. I think I'm having a stroke again. Well, the guy had sickle cell, so he gets a lot of strokes. I said, he said, take me to a hospital. I said, you know, I don't know this area. I don't know where a hospital is. So I got off on the next exit. I told him, I'm going to call 911 on the way here. So I did. I took him to a Best Western. I got to a Best Western hotel right off the freeway. I was on the phone with 911. They told me what tests to do to make sure he was having a stroke. And he was, you know, raise your hand, both hands and he can only raise one. He was slurring. His mouth was drooping. Everything was there for a stroke. Uh, so I, uh, she says, okay, she dispatched, you know, she, I, she wanted me to stay. She, I stayed on the phone with her until the ambulance came. Ambulance showed up, two fire trucks, a police car, and a taxi were all in front of this Best Western. I'm sure it looked like a scene from a movie. But anyway, he got out. They put him on a gurney. Uh, he, he thanked me on his way out. Two months later, of course, he didn't pay me anything. From the point where I was to that point, it was about a hundred and hundred and thirty dollars. No, it was a hundred. Yeah, it was a hundred thirty dollars. Taxi, you know, taxi fare. He called. He uh, he got my number. Um, he wanted my number, so I gave it to him, and he actually uh, no, I had his number, and he, and he said call me in a month. So I did. I called him in a month, and he said, hey, man, you, you saved my life that night. Uh, and, he, and he gave me his credit card number over the phone, and he wanted me to put 150 on it, and I did. So that's a good story. I saved his life, and he actually paid me for the trip a month, you know, a month later when he, when he, was, when he got back on his feet. So uh, there's a good story, a good Uber, uh, I mean, sorry, a good taxi story. So anyway, I'm at the about the 14 minute mark here. I'm gonna take a break, and I will be right back. You'll awaken terror. I shake a rarer the stages, and I don't stage it ever. I'm Nagasaki, the common copy, then kamikaze. If he dies, he dies. This is kind of rocky, and I'll probably meet the man on the moon. So you should follow me to stand on it soon. Uh, yeah. I'm cued in. 
I'm cooler. Hook the Sputnik up with some Alpines. Big bang on them. This is our cheer. I'm all fate of the boss. You'll get that part later. Here, me on the track. It's like a large favor. Cigar razor, I fly by. Star chaser. Cause that negative energy, which I all made up. Half rappers and ball players, the dumb greater. You need to learn it. It's predetermined. We see them burning. Speaking permanent. Hey, Matthew, go this way. Matthew, go that way. Can we just go to my house, please? I can go anywhere if you calm down. I'm not upset right now. I just You said go I'm charging you more money. I cannot. Because we went a longer way. I just you did it. go home. 121 to 35. We should have yeah. just taken 635. Sir, why you didn't tell me that from the beginning? I'm not the driver. I don't know, damn baggy. I'm telling stop you. Stop yelling at me. No, I'm telling you. I Please don't know. Stop yelling at me. You, where you are going, I don't know. Are you going to leave me on the side of this road? If... Because you are a very danger man. I, I just want to get no, home. No, you are a danger man. How? I don't know where you hit. You might be kidnapping you. Where are you going? <laughs> my home. You have my home address. Just I don't have. Home. I'm 20 times I told you I don't. I don't. This GPS telling me wherever I go or, or you tell me please, where to go. Please take me home or to the next major intersection. I'll get a different car. Please. Huh? You calling me. I'm taking wrong. I don't know where I you go. I just want to get home. You don't call me anymore, lad, okay? I won't. I promise. I will never, ever use your Uber service again. Uber or anything. You're treating me such a trash. I'm not treating you like yes. trash. you saying me. I'm taking you a longer way. But GPS will show in the computer. Just take me home, please. I don't know where is your home, man. The address that you have on the GPS. Sir, I don't have anything. Only step by step I can take you. Or you need to tell me where to turn. There's only two ways I can get to your place. Either I let please me... Please just pay attention to the road, please. Either I have to depend on this GPS or you. Which one I need to depend? You tell me. Follow the GPS then. Okay, then don't call, tell me I'm charging okay. you too much. Huh? I'm pretty much having Where fun in this psychotic cookie? episode here. This is why I'm calling this one a psychotic episode. But there is some good news. There's some bad news. You know, there's always news, news, news. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to bring up Uber and Lyft drivers. You could probably learn a lot from this. Don't, just don't, you know, just chill. Be relaxed. You know, the guy wanted to go home. The other guy, I don't know, he didn't have, he didn't have his address. Well, then you say, I just need to add a destination. This is, this is not hard. Obviously, I, I bet you, I'm just assuming now that that guy was a taxi driver and he's not making any as much money as he was. And he's just pissed off at the entire planet. And this poor guy he sounded scared, actually, you know. So this is what happens, you know, when you don't relax and you and you just freak out about things, you know. I mean, I've had a lot of people get in and they don't have a destination and then they're going over 45 minutes and they try to pull that one on you. You know, it's like one in the morning, I'm ready to go home. Oh, okay, I'll just get this last guy here at the casino. I pull up to the casino, and you don't know there's no destination until you go to pick him up. And then you hit the start trip. And then the start trip says, add a destination. And I say to them, where are you going? You didn't have a destination in here. Oh, we're going to Orange County. That's two hours away. Is that why you didn't put a destination in here? Because you didn't think you'd get any drivers? So now that you're in the car, you think I'm going to take you? 
could you please exit my vehicle, put in a destination, and request another driver? Because I am at my 12-hour limit mark, and I cannot drive you to Orange County. Life is simple when you play by the rules. Okay, you put a destination in, and that way, when you get a driver, they'll know they're going over 45 minutes, and they'll be ready to do it. Otherwise, you end up with somebody like me who's ready to go home, and I was just going to bring you somewhere locally, shut the apps off, and go nighty-night. But you got to make life difficult for me and for you. So, therefore... I'm not in the mood. I can't drive you anyway if I wanted to. Please remove yourself from my car. <clears throat> I'll cancel the ride. I won't charge you. Have a nice night. Life is easy. People like to try to scan the system. And that does get old. That's the part I have a problem with, with driving for Uber and Lyft. One of, that's one scam. Not putting a destination and thinking the driver won't want to take you. And then when you get in the car, you could kind of wiggle your way and talk them into it. Uh, yeah, it's not a good idea at all. So don't do it. So let me, uh, well, yeah, I'm done with the stories. I just want to talk to drivers right now. Um, I don't know. Have you guys looked at the fares? You know, you go into the app, drivers, and, and look at the fare you just had and um, go to fare details, and you'll notice, I've noticed that Uber and Lyft are taking about 50% of the ride. Did you, have you noticed that? I tell customers that too, and I'll show, I'll show it to them if they don't believe me to prove it. I'll show them a fare, like my last fare. It's like, the ride's like seven, eight, say $8 uh, on a Lyft ride recently. Um, they gave me a $5 tip. But they paid eight dollars, so their total ride was thirteen dollars, eight, nine, ten, like thirteen. So on the eight dollars, I got uh, Uber got four twenty, and I got three eighty. Or Lyft, I'm sorry, got four twenty. I got three eighty. How's that even work? How how, how do you figure thirty percent from that? I you know the, the fee, the Lyft fee, this fee, that fee. What they're doing, Uber and Lyft, they're trying to finagle extra money. Uh, for themselves, for us, from the customers is what they're trying to do. In my mind, 30% of a $100 fare, you get $70. I mean, that's my mind. That's how I, my mind works. But with this and the setup and the extra ride and, and the wait time and, and, the, uh, and the traffic and everything, you know, <clears throat> the driver pays an extra maybe three bucks, four bucks. And you don't see any of it. But whatever they do, they finagle it. They have a finagling system. You know what finagle means? You know, twist it, turn it, magic show. Um, and you end up with half the fare. I've seen that on my last five rides with Uber and my last five rides with Lyft. And it's not right. I tell customers that. And... Uh, and, you know, most of them say, oh, man, that's so some of them give you a tip. You know, like they don't tip you in the app. They give you like five bucks cash. This way Uber and Lyft don't know about it. And Uber and Lyft know that. I think that's why they do it. But recently I've been telling customers when, that, when the subject comes up, I don't throw it in their face. 
you know, they'll ask me how Uber Lyft, blah, 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 how long you've been driving, where you're from. And I always bring it up. And it really helps for $1 to $5 tip, sometimes 20 I got $20 one night from a guy, you know, $20. That's pretty good. So anyway, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end here. I'm at the 24-minute mark. Um, keep, the, keep the faith. Keep things going there. Uber and Lyft. What? Uh, there's not much going on, really, uh, lately. It's been slow. I don't know why. Even San Diego was slow. I guess Comic Con was going on. I guess it was. I didn't. I didn't go down there though. I'm only. You know. I'm, I'm pretty far from San Diego, in my opinion. Driving down there about an hour. But I'm not going to Comic Con and picking up people in. Uh, you know, in comic book cosplay uh, stuff. I just. I'm not into that. And I. You know. And I don't want Spider Man getting in my car and. You know and. Doing his web. You know. In my car. Anyway, that's it. I'm I'm out of here. You guys have a good day. I'll see you on episode nine whenever that comes out. It should be within a week or two or three or four or five or six. And I hope you enjoyed this one. And passing on, go to my Facebook page, uh, Rideshare Wainster's Funhouse. You can leave a a, a message uh, for me. We'll go over it on the air if you want. If you don't, that's fine too. I don't care. Whatever way you want to do it, uh, let's just have fun. This is just this is just random uselessness podcast about Uber and Lyft, rideshare, taxis, driving around, blah blah blah. So anyway, you guys have a good night, good day, wherever you are. Thanks for listening. And once peace. in a while, oh. once in a while, in a while, once in a while. Once in a while I get down and let sounds take over my limbs and make me swing round. Once in a while I sit still and just chill, I wait and meditate, I've time to kill. Once in a while I get hot, the sweat drops and drips from my pits, I smell like a pet shop. Once in a while I get cold, like what's this, my knob is the size of a fly's proboscis. Once in a while I'm over the moon, the loony grin pinned on like I'm in a cartoon. Once in a while I'm down and I'm glum I frown and I grunt like a pig or a stick of the dumb Once in a while I'm not hungry